Prologue 30th June 1901 Seafield House Barton Flats Yorkshire England 1-1am Jenny Thornton sucked in a tortured breath and hunkered down behind the curtains. The coarse material seemed to stick to her face, to cling there as if holding her down. Fighting back the thought and the panic it engendered, she crouched even lower and tried to stop the shaking of her knees to still the panting of her breath. It was imperative that she did not breathe too loudly, that she kept quiet and still. If she was to survive with just a beating, then she knew she must hide. Tonight he was worse than she had ever seen him before. Somehow, tonight was different. She could feel it in the air. Footsteps approached on the landing. They were easy to hear through the door and seemed to mock her as they approached. Each step was like a punch to her chest and she could feel them reverberating through her bruises. Why had she not fled the house? As if in answer, lightning flashed across the sky and lit up the sparsely furnished room. There was nothing between her and the door. A dresser to her right provided no shelter for an adult, yet her eyes were drawn to the door on its front. It did not move but stood slightly ajar. Inside her precious Alice would keep quiet. They had played this game before, and the child knew that she must never come out when Daddy was angry. When he was shouting, would it be enough to keep her safe? Why had Jenny chosen this room? Before she could think, thunder boomed across the sky and she let out a yelp. Tears were running down her face. Had he heard her? It seemed unlikely that he could hear such a noise over the thunder, and yet the footsteps had stopped. Oh my, he was coming back. Jenny tried to make herself smaller and to shrink into the thick velvet curtains, but there was nowhere else to go. If only she had listened to her father. If only she had told him about Alice. For a moment all was quiet. She could hear the house creak and settle as the storm raged outside. The fire would have burned low, and soon the house would be cold. This was the least of her problems. Maybe she should leave the room and lead Abe away from their daughter. Maybe it was her best choice, their best choice. Lightning flashed across the sky and filled the room with shadows. Jenny let out a scream, for he was already there. A face like an overstuffed turkey loomed out of the darkness, and a hand grabbed onto her dress. Jenny was hauled off her feet and thrown across the room. Her neck hit the top of the dresser, and she slumped to the floor next to the doors. How she wanted to warn Alice to stay quiet, to stay inside, but she could not make a sound. There was no pain, no feeling, and she knew that she was broken. Something had snapped when she hit the cabinet, and somehow she knew it could never be fixed. That it was over for her. In her mind she prayed that her daughter would be safe, just before a distended hand reached out and grabbed her around the neck. There was no feeling, just a strange burning in her lungs. The fact that she did not fight seemed to make him angrier, and she was picked up and thrown again. As she hit the window, she heard the glass shatter, but she did not feel the impact, did not feel anything. Suddenly the realisation hit her, and she wanted to scream, to wail out the injustice of it. But her mouth would not move. Then he was bending over her. Beg for your life, woman, Abe Thornton shouted and sprayed her with spittle. Jenny tried to open her mouth, not to beg for her own life, but to beg for that of her daughter's. 
She wanted to ask him to tell others about the child they had always kept a secret, to admit that they had a daughter, and maybe to let the child go to her grandparents. Only her mouth would not move, and no sound came from her throat. She could see the red fury in his eyes, could feel the pressure building up inside of him, and yet she could not even blink an eye in defence. This was it, the end, and for a moment she welcomed the release. Then she thought of Alice, alone in that cupboard for so long. Now, who would visit her? Who would look after her? There was no one, and she knew she could never leave her child. Abe grabbed her by the front of her dress and lifted her high above his head. The anger was like a living beast inside of him, and he shook her like she was nothing but a rag doll.